It's life on life's terms. All right, here we are once again, the Life on Life's Terms podcast, and uh, I'm Tom Robinson. So we are not affiliated with any 12-step program. Uh, I'm Chris Mandeville. We're recording here at Anue Recovery Center in Quincy, on Quincy Ave. Uh, lots of resources down here if you're in the Quincy area. Um, actually, tonight there's a women's meeting every Thursday night, 5.30 to 7. Um and our guest tonight is Phil. So, rip it, kid. Just get right into it? Yeah. Well, we, we interrupt a lot. And, right, and you know, it goes off onto different rabbit holes and whatnot. Yeah. So. Yeah, we, we definitely end up down the rabbit holes. Yeah. <sighs> so, start from the beginning? Sure. All right. Um, I'm an addict named Phil. It's usually how I start. Uh, my clean date is February 24th, 2007. Nice. Which is um, six days after my daughter's ninth birthday, uh, which was kind of like the uh. catalyst that uh, got me back into recovery this time. I had a brief um, moment of clean time uh, about a year prior to that. Um, Were you in, like, just going to meetings, doing the usual, um, or did you just stopped on your own? No, I went. I went to detox. Okay. Yeah, um, it was basically the last. Um, I had I had uh, used up all my chances, and it was like my last. It was like my last card to play. Yeah. Um, I avoided going to detox time and time again. I was fortunate where, um, you know, any time I was about to be homeless, I would I would move back home. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah back into the room that i grew up in you know um, yeah. a lot of people don't have that option i did uh, i did it a few times oh yeah well i had um this running room that i never really left i just went on vacations other places and come back it was all my stuff was always there you know, yeah a lot of my stuff just come back dust it off yeah just keep you know, going. changing sheets if oh, maybe crash there on the weekends <laughs> yeah i didn't own any furniture and yeah. then i remember when i was in uh kingston house uh you know, I was in the holding, but it's a wet shelter, or it was. I don't know if it's still around, but uh, no idea. And my grandmother said, "We well, can't do this anymore. You can't uh, come back here. I can't watch you do this to yourself anymore." I was like, "Whoa!" But she was already in the program, sober. Right? No, no, that was the other grandma. Oh, okay. This grandmother always would have took me back, but I think somebody clued her in. Oh, you know, which was you know the great enabler. My, yeah, yep. part of my process. Yeah, so. which we. You know, we support the other fellowships that help the families as well. Absolutely, You know, that's huge. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's definitely a family illness. Oh, yeah. You know, know, all people are affected. Um, Right. But we think it's us. Just us. Oh, yeah. I'm only hurting me. Self-centeredness. Yeah. Yep. Right. For sure. So you go to detox. Yeah. Played your last card. Yeah, that's the first time, like, uh, like I had let down my family again and, uh, the only option I had was like, hey, uh, you know, I have a problem. Like, I need to go to detox. I need help. And, uh, you know, I went to uh, the local detox facility, and um, it was the first time that I hadn't used a substance in probably close to a decade. 
and uh, I was like 27 years old. I had a seven-year-old child that I couldn't take care of. Um, her mother, we were both active addicts at the time. You know, uh, my addiction was a lot worse than hers, you know, progression-wise. Yeah. Um, mm. Sounds very similar to my story, but mine was reversed. Mm. Like, I, she always did more than me. You know, I, I'm grateful for that today because it made kicking a hell of a lot easier for mm. me. But same thing, same age, like same age child. Like, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Huh. You know, what was your drug of choice? Like, what, did you, what, were, you, what were you doing the most? Um, at that moment, it was like a, it was a split. It was, um, at that moment, I was, um, I was mixing cocaine with OC80s. And uh, get nice. lit, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. A little speedball. Yeah, lab rat style, you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, the wheels came off and... Uh, cocaine, smoking cocaine? Oh, I fucking hate coke, dude. It's <laughs> awful. It's it really sure is. Thing. Yeah. It, it, I, I used that thing, I used that substance for years against... That was the first substance that I used against my own will. Um, that, you know, like, I did everything in my power uh, to not use... And like I couldn't stop. Yeah. And uh, I didn't know what I know now. Then I didn't know that uh, like I like I had this illness, uh, yeah. this spiritual void. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't know that I suffered from this mental obsession, um, the thought that overrules every other thought in my mind. I didn't know that. I thought I I thought I was defective. Like I thought. Yeah, all right, mental defective. Yeah, I really, I really, really yeah. thought that. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't connect the dots. Like, nothing made sense. Like, uh, I have substance abuse in my family, but you know, not everyone that used was an addict. So they were able to like go to work and like, you know, stop using and yeah. like be normal people. Like, I couldn't stop, and uh, yep. so that's why the the detox card was the one that was pulled, and uh, you know that definitely changed my path for a while like uh you know the first detox yeah really stuck a little bit a little bit at least the information so like from that point on even though i stayed clean for six to seven months um the information that i got let me know that there was a way out you know and uh, oh yeah yeah the only reason why i got high again was because i told myself the lie that it would be different and, uh, you know, oh, there's so many tricky things that you tell yourself or that you take, uh, you know, for granted that you're assuming yeah. like, uh, like, oh, I got oh, this. I can drink uh, just because I had a problem with doing drugs. I can still drink. You know, there's so many little little tricks that yeah. you play yourself. And that, or I I can I went to detox. I've been clean a while. I can do it just once. Mm. Yeah. I'll be all right. Right. You know. You know, I might not Don't, be. I never might works. Actually, be somebody who has a problem. I, mean, I just had a problem. Now, from now on in, I'll be okay. Yeah, <laughs> they're gonna teach me how to do it right. <laughs> you know, I don't know if I told myself any of that stuff because when I relapsed, it was on coke. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah. think that's such thing as like a social cocaine user. No, I it, used to have this picture in my head where the <laughs> the, the the rock disappears, and that has made me. I think that that 
little little movie I had in my head that I would play in my head where you, you light it and it disappears. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that made help me make the decision to go well back out several times. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I remember that specifically in my head, seeing that and being like, yeah, just a couple more times. Dude, you know, I, 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 started, I started times. selling it before I ever did it. Mm. Like, I've said really? this before. I went to my junior prom. How did No, you? my senior prom. Someone <laughs> gave me an eight ball. They're like, oh, oh you went prom night? Here, here, take this. And like went to the bathroom. Hey, anybody want any lines? N- had never done it. People were like, no, no, I got my own. I ended up coming home with that. <laughs> and it was high. like it was like all sweated <laughs> up and like par- partially melted. But mm. then I started selling it. Yeah. And the people I was selling it to were a lot of my friends. And like one one thing that sticks in my head, a, a buddy of mine went and bought a car. I went with him that day and bought the car. That morning at three o'clock, he was knocking on my door with ratchet jaw, like arr, arr, arr. <laughs> couldn't even speak with the title to the car in his hand. Mm. No, yes, to just for some more coke. Oh, God. I had I had sold him something that that earlier that night, my and I was God. like, dude, go home. Yeah, just go home, and then just go buy a bottle or something. <laughs> First time I ever tried oh, it, you tried I it. smoked it. He had a great time on it. I should probably try some. First, see if I can stop my car. Yeah, first time I ever tried it. <laughs> That's I smoked brilliant, it, and it was on and fucking popping. Yeah, oh, insane. And then when I got sober, when I got arrested and rescued, two weeks before that was the first time I had ever shot it. Mm. Thank God I got arrested. Thank God. Yeah, I it something. was. Who's getting the haircut? What's the helicopter? It was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, you know? exactly. Kid, you got track marks from your knuckles to your neck. Oh, it was awful. <laughs> awful, awful. <laughs> Ugh. So. Sorry. Yeah. It's all good. See, rabbit hole. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> you know, um, that time, like, I got out of detox, went back home, um, and just started, like, from ground level. Uh, just started going to meetings, going to meetings, going to meetings. Met some really good people. Um, you know, about three months into that, ran into an old friend that I had used with and, uh, he was given his mom like a 27, 29 year medallion. That was the only reason why he was at that meeting. And, uh, I hadn't seen him in, you know, five, six, seven years. And, uh, you know, we started talking and, uh, he's like, I'm like, how long you been clean? And he's like. Five years. I was just like, I was like two, three months clean. I was like, what, what? are you talking what? about? Yeah. Like, holy and shit. This was the first example of someone that used the way that I used and had multiple years clean. Right. I, I, was, I was blown away. I couldn't believe, I thought he was either in jail or dead. Right. I didn't, yeah. it wasn't, you know, multiple years clean, like living this, you know, this life beyond his wildest dreams. Yeah, dude pop into your head and you'd be like, hmm, I wonder where he is. I wonder yeah. what happened. <laughs> Not knowing that he's living the dream. So these were like mm. the things that happened like in this first time at, you know, uh, this first experience in recovery um, that made me know that that it was possible, you know, and that uh, the information couldn't be unlearned um, right. when I relapsed. And, you know, my relapse was basically um the classic move you know like all the stuff that i was doing that helped me stay clean and get well 
I stopped doing yeah. it. And oh yeah, because you felt better. You felt better. That's definitely classic. Yeah, you, you <laughs> felt better. You stopped doing what got you to feel better. Maybe a month I lasted. Yeah. You know, yeah. and uh, you know, I, I and what it was was like uh, I put things ahead of my recovery. Yeah, and it sounds like so corny to say that. And like, what are you talking about? Like, um, basically, like I agreed to this job that took me out of state at a week or two weeks at a time and then i'd be home for you know three four days and then we'd go again yeah uh, that was not conducive to my recovery like i was six months clean um and i didn't have the ability to be away from meetings away from my network for that long yeah right see early sobriety is totally different than than you know after a few years after a few years you need you still need to you know have maintain and all this but you're in you're like in the er still for a long time yeah for years yeah the first whatever you however many years is different for everybody but i mean when you're six months like yeah, I, I needed to be locked away for six months i need or, to be in a house or you know, i mean long-term but, treatment but now like when, when i came in like doing doing the work wasn't really discussed much mm. so yeah like coming in now and going through the work and and look taking a good solid look at yourself, right? Having a spiritual, you may not be in the ER as long, and you can get out there and start helping right. other people. Yeah, you know. And it wasn't for lack of information, you know. It's like just wasn't that big then, you know. Right. We came in, we went to meetings, we did an A wall, like okay, lack yeah. of role models, really. Yeah. Yeah. Lack of experience yep. is probably the best way to explain it. Uh, I was fortunate that wasn't my that wasn't my story. Yeah. Um, you know, the kid I ran into was Brendan. You know Brendan. Yep. You know yep. what I mean? Had That's him my on. boy, you yep. know? And mm. uh he's who I ran into and you know his his dad and his you know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Like yep. the family yep. unit there. Like, oh, yeah. uh, like there was no cut in corners, you know, and like right. uh I asked him, I'm like, How how the hell did you do this? And he's like, I went through the steps one on one with a sponsor. Yeah. You know what I mean? Gave me his number. We connected. He was my first sponsor. I read my first fist step to him. I told that like that was like groundbreaking stuff. Oh yeah, like insane. Like uh, the that process. The first time I did that, like, I'll never forget that day. I will never ever forget oh, that bet. day. It was um, it was monumental in my life, and I did not stay clean from that point on. Did not. It didn't happen. Yeah. Um, I relapsed. Like I said, I was out of state. I was in New Hampshire. It's funny. We were talking about that before we went on. Uh, now I go to New Hampshire to hike mountains. Back yeah. then I was up there for work and, uh, you know, doing a little cocaine on the side. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you know, what it was. I worked better. Yeah I, was sur- yeah. I was surrounded by normal people, really. And, you right. know, they worked and we went to the bar. We worked. We went to the bar. We worked the third time we went to the bar, you know, uh, you know, hey, buddy, what do you got? You know what I mean? And then that started that whole um, downward spiral. It didn't take long. Um, yeah. You know, the fall um, was uh, fast and rapid and, you know, right back into, you know, the old the old moves. Oh, it's so, it's so easy to fall back when you're – I was, I was uh, so for six months, one, one and fell back. It's just so easy. To, it just fits like a glove. What's not easy is 
changing and going the other way you know that's but it's 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 fantastic like uh it's not every moment isn't fantastic right but looking back on it now like when i when i really was uh serious about getting sober and i had made the decision i had become willing and uh i was willing to just walk through my whole life miserable if i had to Mm. but those years those first years was so like awesome glorious like yeah. fantastic like everything's new i'm new and and different experiences and and, and just you know I, I i i it's almost worth having been a junk box to to have gone through it you yeah know? right i just talked to a, a buddy of mine and i haven't talked to him gotta be five years and one of the guys i went through turnabout with dustin and yeah uh, just like it was like we just talked yesterday right those those are unbelievable those are like the the true friends that you make like time goes by you see them or you talk to them and they don't say where have you been why haven't you talked to me they they're like how you doing Mm. right what's going on right you know it doesn't matter how much time when you go through something like that it's like when you go through the people you go through that with, you, they know the real you. They saw yeah. you at your lowest. Yeah. They saw you rebuild the person you are, and and it's like you just pick right off where you started, right up where you started. Yep, you left it yep. off. You it's know. awesome. But oh, sorry again. Yeah, you don't have to apologize. <laughs> um, so that run lasted about a year, and um, you know it. Um, the tail, the last week of that run was like it was just not good. You know, I had a couple near death experiences. Um, a couple, yeah. And uh, you know, it was it was my daughter's ninth birthday, February eighteenth, two thousand seven, and uh, I was either t- I don't re- really remember. Like it's kind of like hazy back then, but uh, I was either too high or too sick. Like there was no at that point in time, there was no even ground. Like, I couldn't hold a job. Like, uh, you know, my I was staying at a, at a relative's house, living in their spare bedroom um, or mm. existing, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was my cousin, and uh, my cousin Tracy and uh, her husband, me and, me and him, you know, we were getting high. And, uh, you know, oh. I had the connection. He had the bank account number. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, so it was just it was just all a manipulation of the uh, – of the accounts and the wife must have loved you oh yeah and uh it's not a not a high point in uh in my life yeah um you know ways and means my ways you know like i'm not um i grew up in hanson on a dirt road you know what i mean like i'm not like (laughs) i'm just not um either way so that was my scam you know what i mean yeah and uh, not very glorious but um got the job done so that started this chain reaction in my family. Once again, like I'm really like grateful, um, you know, for my family, you know, like all this stuff, um, like everything had to go a certain way for me to get to where I am today. You know, having a, having my daughter young, um, I believe like. How is, old were you when you had your daughter? I was 20. Um, it's not super young, but. That's pretty young. It's young, young dude. It's yeah. young. Like my first was nineteen, and like I was immature. Like I wasn't like a like if I was quick adult twenty year old. You know what yeah. I mean? 
Right. And, uh, you yeah. know, I graduated high school in 96. I had a kid in 98. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it just wasn't. Yeah, that, that's, that's quick. Graduated 90, kid in 91. And I definitely wasn't clean, you know, like I was already using. So. Yeah. I never graduated, but I didn't have a kid till I was 33. Yeah. So. <laughs> and, and, like, the, the things that got my GED. I put my child Good through. enough diploma. You know? It, it was like, <laughs> like, to the point where DCF or it was DSS back then, mm-hmm. like, they're involved, they're threatening to take my child, and I got him peeing mm. in the cup for the f- fucking probation officer, hey. telling him it's for his doctor. So I can stash it under the sink. Oh, God. So that when she gives me the cup, I can go in the bathroom, boom, give the old how do you do. You know what that does to your to your to how you think of yourself? You know what I mean? Ah, dude. It's like you, you you try to brush it off, but inside you know that that you know you you got that's that's what I do. That's who I am. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it just like, selfish and self centered to the extreme. It was all mm. about me. It, you it's, you're doing what you had to do. Yeah, because you're wrapped up in this lifestyle and doing this thing, and uh, and and it's self perpetuating because now all of a sudden, this is how you think of yourself. Now you're starting to hate yourself, and it just grows. Yep. grows the feeling of hating yourself grows you know and uh and not respecting yourself and you let other people disrespect you like the dealer or uh, you know or somebody you're going to get money from or, or you know yeah yeah and you just get lower and lower it's just a it's just it's just brutal yeah well it's a gradual thing like it's not like it was one day to the next it was over a course of time like yeah, uh, right. it's like drawing the line in the sand and then crossing it so you draw a new line yeah. and then crossing it you know, yeah, and then a, a year good, later a or two one, years yeah. or three years later, you look back and it's 50, you're 50 lines deep. Yeah. And you're right. like, holy shit, how did I get here? Yeah. yeah. So it was such a gradual thing. It's yep, insane. The, because the 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 level that we'll, we're willing to accept, we, we just drop our bar lower and lower. That's right. You know, and the person. So, so, so little that, that we don't really notice it. But then years later, when you look back, like, what? Yeah, the person you thought you were, the person you wanted to be, the person you th- you tell yourself you should be, is back there fifty lines ago. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. And fifty lines you shouldn't have crossed, and now you feel shame for every one of those lines, even if it's in the back of your mm. subconscious mind. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? You walk around trying to pretend like it ain't that way. You know? Oh yeah, no big deal. Yeah, Ugh. It's ugly, crazy. It's ugly. So I know for me, like. Um, like, I didn't come into the program, you know, believing in a higher power or anything like that. And, uh, you know, being able to look back, you know, like uh, like all these things that happened in my life that uh, I just, like I said, like my daughter being born. Like, there was moments where, like, if, if she wasn't alive, like, I would have made the, the exact wrong decision to not be here anymore. Oh, yeah. You know, and like. Oh, Yeah. I know I I'm like to extremely that. fortunate to like uh, like get out of active addiction alive and um, mm. like so fortunate Amen. and uh, especially and having a relapse in that time and uh, right and and not dying right but I know like so it's like because of her you know because of my family because of like running into Brendan at the right time and all those other people that I met at the right time was just enough for me to make the right decision at the right time to get clean this time. Yeah, your your higher power set everything up. It was insane. Yeah. Like I, I, it's, 
but you don't see it at the time. You have to no. look back on that and see that stuff. You know, like yep. why this person screw me over? You know what I mean? Like why? Like I never got mm-hmm. ripped off. I got ripped off twice in the last week I was using. Like, <laughs> but that could have been huh. the time that killed me. You know what I mean? Like that could have been my higher power stepping in and like avoiding that overdose because I didn't get that bag. You know, like Listen, looking back on it, I can I, believe yeah. that. I got similar things. Like the girls pissing me off. I friggin' skimmed off all the bags I sold all day, and I have a whole bunch, right? <laughs> and I'm not splitting it yeah. with her because she gets higher than I do all the time. Oh, man. Set it all up, go to use it, works break. <laughs> or the cops show up. <laughs> yep. Or oh, yeah. she finds me and she wants half. Yeah. Like, I can... All those things really happened, like, mm-hmm. and that saved my life. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. You know? And it's- at the time, I was like, bullshit about it, you know? But... It's so crazy to see how everything played out exactly the way it was supposed to. Yeah, man, to it's amazing when you when you live that close to, to the thin line of death. Yeah, and you and you realize how many times you almost died, and then you come out the other side, and you're like, "How could that all be a coincidence?" It's hard to right. to, to swallow that. You know what I mean? I mean, <laughs> I almost died a lot myself. Yeah. A lot. It's it's not funny. I guess it is and it isn't. But yeah, it's you know. it's only funny because you made it. That's right. That's absolutely right. You know, because um, I, I was a habitual line stepper. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Um, yeah. So like, um, I got the ultimatum. You know what I mean? Uh, from my father. My father and it like my dad. You know. Um, I had never seen him cry up to that point, but he definitely had, you know, tears rolling down his face. And, uh, you know, he's like, you know, get get a hold of those friends from AA and get into detox or on Monday I'm sectioning you. And I was like, holy shit, dude. Like, that doesn't sound cool. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> It's not. I made I made a phone call. I called Brendan, dude. You know, like, that was my dude. And uh, mm. I called him. And told him what was up, and he's like, he was like grateful that I called him, and he's like, I'm not gonna make the call for you. You gotta call yourself. He gave me the number, um, to the detox, I'm calling, 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 and uh, he also gave me the suggestion to go on to further treatment. Uh, but I'm calling that detox, calling that detox. Finally, some lady answers the phone, and I just, there was no way. She wasn't finding me a bed in that detox that day. <laughs> like she would have thrown her own kid out of there to get me a bed because yeah. I just I just laid it all out like straight up. And uh, you know she's like, "Yeah, come in, come in tonight." I forget what time, five o'clock, six o'clock, whatever. And uh, it was funny too, like uh, you know telling my cousin, my aunt, you know, and like uh, you know her husband. Like I'm not I'm not diamond him out you know what i mean like i'm going to detox you know he's not you know what i mean like everyone's like oh he's fine because like i don't know it's weird like whenever i'm around people that are using like i'm always the most fucked up one you know what i mean (laughs) like you're the problem so so the dude i'm using was like yeah he definitely needs to go to detox i'm like Uh, you know he dropped me off let me get that number (laughs) he bought me cigarettes on the ride you know what i mean dropped me off which is fine like it's all good but uh it's just funny how it works out yep and um, so that happened. You know, I ended up in Brockton at at that uh, at that detox. It was awful. It was February. It was freezing cold. It sucked. Didn't want to be there. Yeah. But I had no place else to go. 
you know, like the gig was up and, uh, you know, that, that place, you know, all these things, um, you know, these, these, um, these things that happened, like saved my life, you know, like missing my daughter's birthday party had to happen so that like the ultimatum was handed down, you know, made that phone call, made that phone call, got in, um, it was there and I got into the aftercare program. It was called the SOAP program at that time. Um, which their whole purpose was to get you into further treatment. So I got into that. And, so you got uh, clean. You got clean at the soap program. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. What's it? Search, search out another path, right? Maybe soap, I don't even remember, like dude. Yeah. I was, I was all so clean at the soap search, program. <laughs> search out a washcloth. Yeah. But it's funny, like maybe um, a loofah. <laughs> What's happening, loofah? <laughs> I ended up in this. I ended up in this city, man. Like I yeah. ended up, uh, you know, the suggestion from Brendan was to go to the South Shore House, oh. and that's you know, it's funny too. Like, uh, you know, there was there was people in there at 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 this in the soap program at the same time as me, and they're telling me that I'm crazy. Like I'm never gonna make it. Don't yeah. go. I heard that about Turnabout. Those are the best the programs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, it, and it was funny too. Like I went right from that program right into the South Shore House, and. Uh, Another, another, another part that like uh, was like another step that like was part of saving my life at that moment. Like uh, there was no other place that I was supposed to be. Like I was like all that stuff. Like I was finally on that path. Like I didn't know it. I didn't know that that was the path. Like I didn't, uh, you know, maybe deep down inside because I did have some sort of like connection with the higher power from being clean before. Like I did believe, um, but like you know using i was just so beat down like uh like i didn't have really any hope i was just kind of following the course that was laid out and uh, mm. i got into that house it was weird like uh i've never been in like a group living situation i've never been to jail like i've never been to any of that type of stuff so i had no idea what was going on um so you're in for a treat oh yes. yeah it was it was it was oh yeah it was nice dude it was real nice and, how many uh, people in that in that house i think it was 20 it held up to 20 guys 20 maybe. guys we yeah. had 30 in turnabout yeah i think it was 20 guys yeah <sighs> 28 but 30 <laughs> <laughs> well i'll tell you but yeah every, I mean, all those personalities ugh, yes it can like, be tough i i my first exposure to that was jail like i did bridgewater 30 yeah. days me you too. know i I didn't go to detox to get clean. Like I've said this a million times. I went because there was no hustle. Mm. You know, I, I I I ran there to to get the heat off or whatever. Like there was only a couple of them. Wasn't you know no program all star. I say that all the time. Mm. And I heard the same thing from people that in jail, dude. You don't want to go to Turnabout. That place is crazy. Then. Come to find out, those people either got kicked out for not following the rules, they got lugged, oh, yeah. they violated their parole. You know, yeah. all the people talking shit about the place had a resentment. <laughs> it's the same people that talk talk shit about DC DCF. Or, yeah, you know what I mean. Yep. Like are the only other ones that have an issue with it, where yep. they've you know what I mean. Like, uh, were like you I, there when the feds surrounded the house and they were? <laughs> oh yeah, looking for Billy. Billy, yeah, yeah. that was crazy, man. Yep. They wouldn't they wouldn't let him in. They wouldn't leave. Wasn't good. Yeah, it was nuts. But he came. He came there kicking like kung fu, dude. Yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> yeah. The the director at the time was like, "Just come here," because he had been there before. It's not a detox. It's There's not no a detox, detox. But just come here and suffer. Yeah, 
We we got lots of toilet paper. Yeah. You're all set. You know, and, and they were after him for some stuff and wanted to talk to him, whatever. And yeah, they took him. I think. Dude, yeah. He yeah. oh he he came out. He was like, man, fuck this. I'm not gonna. You know, you, guy, I, I don't want to put you guys through this. Yeah, <laughs> I'm right here. You yeah. know, there's like guys on every about. corner of the house. Yeah, you know, it's fucking crazy. Yeah, it was nuts. But was I needed else. that. As you needed, oh yeah, South Shore House. Like I know how strict that place was because we like we we hung out with those guys. Yeah. you know what I mean. Right. Like we, we were on the bus line. This dude Quincy is amazing for recovery oh, for God. meetings. Yeah. Like Great. you can't you can't like spit and not find a meeting in Quincy. Yeah, I think we yeah. had sixty meetings a week. Yeah, when I when I was here, you know, ten eleven years ago. Yeah, mm. I mean that's insane. There was yeah. some days I did three meetings in a day. Yeah. But I was the guy that, all right, you're going to sign up with me to go to this meeting? You better fucking be at the meeting. Don't right. be getting me in trouble, dude. Mm. Don't right. sign up with me if you ain't going. You know? Well, that was the good thing about a strict house for me. Like, uh, there was no there was no bullshit. Yeah. Like, the whole six months I was there, um, I think two people got busted for alcohol. But other than that, when someone got high, they just didn't come back. Yeah. They, I don't know mm. why you would ever want to be at that house high. It would have to be the worst experience. Because ever. if you if you if you get high, because you can't help it, and you know if you're not at the house, you're going back to jail. Then you're going back to that house and trying yeah. to fake yeah. it. You know it what ha- I mean? That it happened. Ha- that happens. It happened. It turned out. I mean, it is what it is. You know. Which that's the job of the people who are sober and trying to do the right thing to scope that out and be like, dude, see you later. Yeah. Because you can't be around somebody you know who's high. You, what, you got a month and a half clean, you're going to watch somebody nod out on the couch? Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> like we confronted people. Like, oh, yeah. you know, it's like, dude, are you, are you fucked up? No. Really? <laughs> you're not? No. <laughs> All right, house meeting. <laughs> hey, is he fucked up? You know? Yeah. But we really didn't have to get, I mean, and, and most of the guys would be like, yeah, man, I'm just going to pack my shit. I'm going to go. And it wasn't. It's not about a rat ratting or any of that yeah. stupid bullshit that people say. No, people die, dude. Dude, I found Johnny C overdosed in his bed. Yeah. First time he ever tried heroin. Yeah. At the house. Yep. At the house. First time. Saved his life. Yeah. It's part of his story. I tried heroin once. I still don't know what it's like. Because <laughs> <laughs> he OD'd right off the rip. Yeah. You know? Amazing. Yeah. Fucking, it's, yep. it's crazy. But I needed that. I needed to hook up with the people I hooked up with. It. I needed to be the, in the groups that I was in. You know, I needed to fellowship with those people I fellowship with. You know, like I, I didn't have the, the dubious luxury of going through the steps right away. Mm. You know, but mm. God graced me for long enough to find the person to do yeah. that for me. And you the know, path. I, I, I'm working on doing that again. You know, like <laughs> I, I walked in here, pulled up here. I seen you outside. I was like, oh. Blah! you know <laughs> Just, it, it, it's i have that's that. why well, people like to do that to me yeah well, that's why <laughs> that's why this is called what it's called yeah. it's life on life's terms that's Absolutely. it you know and and i deal with it and i have people like you and tom and, and other selected people that i speak to about it you know but we just do it it's not always you know? easy and you didn't have i know you didn't have it easy no. When, you, when you first came, uh, when you first got sober, no, I know that for a fact. No, it's a grind. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had a great sponsor. Um, 
the Quincy area was unbelievable to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, my home group was everybody's group. Sunday morning, place was banging. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, I remember that one. Big yeah. old donuts. Huge, huge, huge <laughs> meeting. Three hundred people. Yeah. Every yeah. Sunday, you know, uh, just like the Thursday night three seventy three was the same way. Same yep. meeting spot. Everybody's um, group was that Weymouth? No, no. Sun, Sunday morning up in uh, Knights of Columbus. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. North what's Quincy. the what's the Knights of Columbus one in, on Sunday in Weymouth? That's, um, on Chauncey Street. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't uh, remember the name. That was a big meeting too. That was a good one. Yeah, Brendan used to love that meeting. Yeah, I forgot by the, the name hospital. Of it. Um, I can't get it together. No, I don't know. Doesn't yeah, matter. Doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But um, I got you know that that the way that house was structured, like uh, like your sponsor had to be approved by the house. Um, mm. You had a you had to meet up with that sponsor. You had to you had to do you had a a requirement of completing that house was completing a fifth step in the first six months. So, and I and I accomplished that. I mean, you could lie, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. But uh, a lot of those people that lied about what they did. You know, got high again. Yeah. Um, Bring the counselor mirror. Like this is my sponsor. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, but it was I, I did my fifth step with Brother Fred at Hot Street. <laughs> yes, I think that's what some of them was saying. Listen, dude. Absolutely, dude. That's that was what the, I did. That was the go-to card. That's what I did. Yeah, I didn't do that, and I stayed clean. So that was yeah. real fortunate. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, I was, um, I was the 526th person to complete that house back in 2011. Nope, 2007. Scratch that. Yeah. Uh, so you're a frig? I'm a frig, dude. Former resident in good standing. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Um. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> Telemarketers, damn it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, but like I said, like that relationship with that sponsor was unbelievable. Um, I completed the 12 steps with that sponsor. I was sponsoring guys um after like right around the year mark maybe a little bit later than that i don't remember exactly um i remember the first kid that i sponsored uh this kid kenny this guy kenny wasn't a kid he was older than me but um yeah it was just uh it was a good time like uh you know meetings just crushing meetings uh you Mm. know running the red line running the train uh, Uh. the buses it was awesome going out to Copley in in the middle of the daytime. Remember in the winter? Yep, it's just great. That shit, oh, I love that shit. I'd get laid off in the winter and be yeah. like, "All right, I can go to that. I can go to that meeting in Copley noontime. Yep. Stop at Starbucks." You know, <laughs> we had, we, dude, we had it hooked up. It really was a new way of life. You yeah. know what I mean? And uh, I don't know. I'd say probably about you know three and a half years and. Um, I got the opportunity to move back to my cousin's house. Uh, my cousin, Tracy, is handicapped. And uh, so she's in a wheelchair. So she needs, like, constant aid. And uh, her husband finally was going to detox. Really? And I got the opportunity to move in and help her clean to kind of, like, live that amends yep. process. Oh, wow. That's pretty aunt. cool. Yeah, it was wild, dude. Nice. And um That's a blessing. Yeah, I just got I had just um lost a job and like was collecting unemployment so I didn't actually have to work. Like it just there's just no way that things line up that way by chance. Yeah, I know. 
You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I was just like, yeah, it's yeah, absolutely. Of course I'll do that. And uh, I lived there for like seven months before I moved back to Quincy to the um, Sober House yep. up in North Quincy yep. with Brian. Home Street. Yep. Brian and George. What was it? Uh, 5149. Yeah. What side you on? <laughs> I was as close as you could get to the red line. Oh, dude! <laughs> it was insane. walk out front porch and look yeah. at it. Yep, train's coming. Yep, let's go. Ripping by, ripping by my bedroom. Yeah, it was awesome. No, I, I, dude, I love <laughs> the time. Clack, in clack, that clack, house. Clack. I love the time that we had in that house. Oh, it was unbelievable. fucking UFC fights. Yeah, I was over Cook, there for a couple of dude, UFC fights. Cooking up a storm. Yep. Like, oh, you don't have dinner? Let's go downstairs. You know, it was. It was I loved it. Mm. That, it was some of the best times I've had were there. Oh yeah, you know? yeah. It was just like um, it was just part of my process and like part of um, just this this path. Like I, I don't know how else to explain it. Like I'm just on this path, and uh, from there, that kid that I had sponsored years before the first kid I ever sponsored, Kenny, um, had an apartment down from where I'm from. He had it in Kingston, two-bedroom apartment, and we were talking, and uh, he told me that I could move in. And I was like, man. Is that Kenny P? Yeah, yeah. So so I moved from Quincy to um, to his house. At this, at this point in time, too, I had like a Ford Explorer, and uh, I was very, I moved a lot, <laughs> to say the least. I moved a lot, so I had it down. I didn't need anyone to help me. Right. Um, I had it down to a science. I could move my whole house. Well, not my whole house. I could move all my stuff pretty yeah. rapidly. There yeah. You, go. you know what I mean? Like, like <laughs> bug out style. Accurate. Done. TV, yep. this, that, everything right in the back of the. Yep. Fold the seats down, slide everything in, and I was gone. Yep. Ghost. And uh, <laughs> I moved down <laughs> to the South Shore and, like, uh, you know, back on this path of, of recovery, back, uh, back to where I'm from. Um, closer to my daughter you know what i mean like yeah. that was really the motivation behind moving back that to that area it was it was time it was four and a half years clean it was time to get it was four years clean it was time to get back there and uh you know there was <clears throat> you know a little bit before that actually um uh my daughter's mother um you know her her using had progressed and uh, she needed to get help. And uh, I ended up getting emergency custody of my daughter, but uh, I didn't have the ability to house her. Um, I was in Quincy and she went to school in Hanover. Um, so her friend's mother, uh, Andrea, um, took my daughter in Monday through Friday. And then I would take my daughter on the weekends and go to my parents' house in Plymouth. And, um, so your daughter didn't have to get yanked out of her school. Yeah, it was mm. it was really her whole life again. Yeah, it was insane like how how it worked out and um you know, I eventually got down to Kingston. Um at this time we had reintegrated my daughter with her mother. Um she was living there. I was closer, you know, and like uh everything was, you know, going well for a while and then uh it was just you know, stuff was just not right. And, uh, you know, at this time, my daughter's like 14, about to start freshman year of high school. And uh, I just talked to her. And I was like, if I can get a spot, do you want to move in? And she was like, yeah. 
you know, because things weren't right at her home. Yeah. Mm. Uh, the grades weren't good. Uh, her attitude wasn't good. Um, and it was just because things at home weren't good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and, and it affects them. Oh, sure it does. Time. Directly, indirectly. Like, right. They don't even know how much it affects them. Yeah. So here it is again, uh, myself, Kenny, uh, and another friend, Sean, and his brother, Kevin. Uh, we rented this monster house in Hanover. <laughs> Massive house. We just, nice. like, screw it. Yeah. You know, and uh, I got full custody of my daughter at that time. And uh, Were well, all those so people were sober? Or they were just oh, yeah. friends. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah See, was... that can be beautiful if everyone uh, calls each other out on their shit. That was, that's how I was when I moved out of the uh, the program. I, I moved in with sober guys from the program, and we were all there to lean on each other. You know, it was fantastic. Yep. You know? little odd family structure, but it worked yeah. well. Yeah. And uh, there was a master bedroom at this house with its own bathroom. Boom. We just stuffed Madison in there. She had her own spot. She loved it. Um mm. And, uh, you know, I can remember, you know, trying to talk to her, you know, and like, uh, I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know, you got to get your grades up, you know, uh, you got to go to college, you know, um, all this stuff. And she was just not having it. She was just like all set. She's like, I'm definitely not going to college. You know, I'll try to get my grades better, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, you know, I'm like, that's fine. You know, like. One thing, like, this program, like, taught me, too, is, like, that I don't have to, f- like, force my will onto people. You know what I mean? Like, I right. can say what I need to say and, uh, you know, um, and just kind of, like, let nature take, take its course. But at least the seed was planted. You know right. what I mean? Like, yeah. I'll, I'll plant that right there, you know? Mm-hmm. and uh, Right. So, you know. You know, fast forward to today, my daughter's wrapping up her second year of college. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, uh, but either way, like her grades went up, you know, rapidly. That's Uh, cool. Her attitude uh, towards life, you know, like, uh, like that's what we talked about at the beginning. Like, uh, this is, this is definitely a family illness, Um, you know, and just like, uh, you know, the active addict that is sick, like, and the family's getting sick. The active addict in recovery, I mean, uh, the addict in recovery is getting well and the family's getting well around them. Yes. And, uh, like, these possibilities that come from that uh, are endless. Um, you know, um, it's, it's, been a, it's, been a, it's been a long ride. Uh, the past couple of years have been tough, you know. You know, like, the way that I look at it, too, is, like, you know, every, every day that I'm clean is like this new thing that I've never, you know, I've never been clean this long. I've never been in this moment before. And, uh, it's just like these new challenges. And, uh, you know, the more that I, the the longer that I'm clean and like, uh, the more that I recover, like the more I can like express like emotion and like, I'm not like dead inside. And, uh, Mm. which also comes with, there's like it's there's pluses and minuses to that you know and like uh when like when sad shit happens when uh when addicts pick up and die you know uh Mm. yeah we we feel it a lot more yeah it's way different than i remember when i was getting high like i you know it didn't really affect me at all when my friends were dying yeah you know and uh because they were dying at an alarming rate but it didn't affect me the way that it affects me today like i had 
you know, the, I spoke about Kenny a couple of times, you know, and like, it's almost been a year, like Kenny passed away last May, you know what I mean? He was like one of my best friends. And, yeah. uh, you know, that dude like helped me in so many areas in my life that gave me the ability to like help my daughter in so many areas. Like he helped me get her first car. You know yeah. what I mean? Like he helped me get that first place this that we a, all lived in together. This is a dude who was clean and relapsed. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, great he was guy. In, he was in the house with us. Yeah, <sighs> that's tough. He's just a good guy, you know. And like, uh, his some of his YouTube videos are yeah. priceless, bro. Absolutely, yeah, and, priceless. And he was like, uh, um, I seen that dude work. You know what I mean? Like, uh, his masonry skills, yeah, were, like off the meter, dude. I seen that dude take piles of rocks that, like, I literally would have pushed into a hole to get rid of, and make like the most beautiful, like freestanding rock walls out of that you could yeah it's just unbelievable he was so talented at that and uh i don't know like it's just there was like a 12 month span about eight it started about 18 months ago there was like a 12 month span where like uh i lost track at you know 13 14 friends that died yeah due wow. to a direct result of active addiction yeah I, boy, that sucks yeah i never had I had never had that experience at that rate like that. And it was just like... Not not many do. I mean, that's a lot. Yeah, it was insane. And I'm not talking like... I'm talking about like people that I had known for, you know, 25 years. Yeah. um, People that I had used with. People that, you know, held my daughter in the hospital when the day she was born. People like that. Yeah. uh, It was tough, dude. It it was tough. Uh, One kid that I sponsored, he passed away like... uh, it was just never ending. And then, uh, you know, um, I had a, a, f- a few family members, a friend pass away from cancer. Like, it was just the loss was just astronomical over that period of time. Like, I couldn't, I'm still emotionally recovering from that time. Yeah. Yeah. So odd. The thing is, if you were using during all this, you never would have um, dealt with the feelings. So oh, yeah. you, it's possible yeah. that when you did get sober, all those feelings would come, you know, because that's, that's what happens. When you don't deal with the feelings, they're there. You just don't experience them. You know? and, and you were also able to be present for all of that. Absolutely. You know? Right. Like, it's, it's crazy, man, the stuff, like how everything worked out for you to be where you were during those moments. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what I was saying too. Like this, the the path. You know what I mean? Like, like if I wasn't clean, like uh, I wouldn't have been able to show up to court to get my daughter. Like yeah. she would have been awarded to the state. You know what yeah. I mean? And like, uh, like I can't fathom like um, looking back on that. Like if if that was like, I don't know. Like if I had relapsed before that or whatever. Like. I'm just so like grateful to have the ability to be present today and uh it's mm. just it's like I don't live like the greatest life like I don't have like all this like fancy shit but like yeah. um, I'm st- I'm still waiting on that. Yeah. <laughs> like uh yeah. I think about it sometimes like uh you know it's like you know all I can think of is like the reason why certain things aren't in certain places because like they would just distract me from what I'm supposed to be doing yeah you know like I know today mm. that like I do have a purpose um I know 
today that I do have the ability to help the suffering addicts, which is like this amazing thing. Um, is there anything witness. that you've that you've been through that you haven't used to help someone else? Like for myself, all the experiences that I've been through, people have been set in my path who are going through that experience or need help with that situation. It's like I've everything that has been thrown at me has been for a reason. Oh yeah, mm. for me to help someone else who is struggling with that situation. Like I don't think there's anything that I, it I'll sit down with someone and and it's 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 just crazy how it happens. It really is like the 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 things that that I can relate to people and and you know some of the guys that I've helped like I've known them for a while and and like I can use their life and their situations while reading them things. You mm. know, like remember when you did this? Well, that's this right here. Yeah. So like, <laughs> yeah. oh, okay, you know. Well, mm. I think that's, you know, so that's, so it's like really important for me to share honestly. Right. So when I share honestly, um, I naturally attract people that can identify with what I'm sharing about. If I'm sharing a bunch of bullshit, <laughs> I'm going to attract the wrong person and I'm not going to be able to. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, like, yeah, that's for sure. Share, yeah. share from here and not here. Right, you know, I, I think it was years. I'd get up and share my story, and I'd cry, mm. cry, <laughs> I and, I, that. and yeah, it, yeah. I was okay yeah. with it. You know, right? And, and hey. I've had people come up to me, dude. I wish I could do what you just did up there. I haven't done that. Mm. I'm sober ten years. Mm. You know, like yeah, crazy. I'm, I'm okay to cry in front of people. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's just real. You know. It is what it is. I, I don't yeah, have yeah. to put up this false fucking facade of, of trying right. to be some tough guy. No, you know, me either. Like sometimes, my we were talking about earlier. My three year old driving me bananas. She's, yeah. Like, and I can see she's three. I can see the manipulation. I can see the isms in her. She's three. Yeah, you know. And I'm trying to think. Like, did I do this stuff? Like, could. Like I have an awareness that my parents didn't have, right? You know, and well, I, I, th- I, I think, watch it transpire. I think that the uh, you know kids like that they're they're looking for um, to see if there's unconditional love. Yeah, I've always thought that. Yeah, I and mean, it's a situation similar to to know. what you were talking about. Just things weren't right, and mm. I had I was available to to do what I needed to do for her. The thing. Yeah. The thing I can say about that too, like, uh, like kids are resilient. You know what I mean? And like, yeah. uh, like, if you are there now, like, and you can like set that example now, like, it's all good. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, that's yeah. like, I have friends that like they they use the kid was two. You know what I mean? Like, they're clean now, and like they're all like worried and concerned. I'm like, hey, listen, bro, like I used for the first nine years. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like. Uh, like the relationship, like I can tell you right now, like literally, like my daughter is like my favorite person on earth, like uh, for real. Like that's uh, awesome. That's yeah. just that's just like uh, like if that's the best thing that I do, like here, like I'm good. Yeah. Like I, I'll die like with a smile on my face. Yeah. Um, she um, she's adjusted well, you know, and like it's because like 
being on the path that I was on, like I got there right in time. Yep. You know, like uh, like if I wasn't on the path, like if I strayed again for a second time and didn't get back, like uh, her life would be totally different. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, it's thank God. Yeah, that's a, another blessing that you got. It's it's crazy how uh, my higher powers worked, you know, and just put the people in my life that, you know, like we see each other a lot. You know what I mean? And there was probably a few years that we didn't see each other. Mm. You know. Oh yeah. Now we're we're in a totally different industry and and, and environment, and you know, like that's yeah, crazy. Just seeing what goes on, and it's it blows my mind. You know that. Those years ago, back at the sober house and and the meetings around here, and here we are, you know, doing what we do. So, like, um, like it seems to be a theme tonight, uh, for whatever reason, because um, like this isn't scripted. Like, I didn't, yeah. didn't really think about what I was gonna say. I kind of just come in and say some stuff, you know, and like, uh, yeah. But like, in staying so on that it. path, like, uh, like where it's taken me is like, like I got, I got, I went to detox in Brockton. I went to a halfway house in Quincy. Um, I fully emerged myself in, in, in AA, you know, and, uh, went through the steps, sponsored guys, was sponsored home group, uh, commitments, the whole nine. And, uh, I did that for four and a half years. And when I had moved down to Kingston, um, with Kenny, he started exposing me to another program called NA and I started, you know, going to these events with him. And, like, there was a moment in time, it was New Year's Eve that year, and I was at a convention, you know what I mean? And uh, I was sitting in the front row of this convention uh, recording it um, because I ran into a kid that I went to high school with who had a recording company and recorded speakers. You know what I mean? <laughs> that was just yeah. wild. Yeah, you know, wow. just on that path, bro. Yeah. And uh, I'm sitting there, and there's these three guys you know, all 20 plus years, uh, clean. And this, they're, they're breaking down the triangle, triangle of self-obsession, like right here in my grill. And they're just smashing this thing out of the park. I'm sitting there. I'm like, just like glowing at this point. I'm like, holy shit, dude. Like, uh, like at that moment, like I made a decision that like, I was exactly where I was supposed to be. And like, I'm making a full fellowship change. Yeah. You know what I mean? Four oh, and a half yeah. years clean. Yeah. And I switched from AA, which saved my life. Like it was a fact that it worked to NA. And I've yeah. been in I've been there ever since, you know, seven plus years later. It's just insane. Like uh it's just <clears throat> it's almost like the path of least resistance. You know what I mean? Like if I'm like on this path and like like whatever it takes and um to stay clean. as long as you're doing the next right thing yeah it's yeah, amazing going with the flow like wherever it takes you you know what i mean absolutely it's it's a wonderful life man it's not easy no the struggle not is always real. easy sometimes it's easy the struggle is real you know like but i don't struggle with alcohol or drugs no yeah it's totally different at today no yeah. life has nothing in it yeah, yeah. Like, what am I going to make for dinner? Do I have enough groceries? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it's crazy, but... We went. Yeah. Coming up on an hour right now. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. So, uh, All right. What's, uh, what's going on with you now? 
Um, like, so uh, right now, um, you know, following that path once again, like I moved from, I ended up in Kingston and then moved. I live on Cape Cod now. Yeah. It's like I literally live inside of a postcard. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I live in Sandwich and, um, you know. Eat sandwiches. Yeah, yeah. I crush sandwiches. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> beast. And uh, you know, I, I live like a very simple life. And um, you know, I used to do construction and all this stuff. And like, uh, you know, one thing led to another. I ended up in uh, I ended up in getting into like the vape industry. And um, I work in this small place. Um, you know, just making e liquid. Yeah, it's just like it's. The easiest job I've ever had in my entire life. Right. I love it. You know what I mean? Monday through Friday, you know, seven to five. And uh NA down you do NA down the Cape. Yes, yes. Um there's a huge um community down there in Falmouth. Um hundreds hundreds of addicts. Which is awesome. Yeah. Uh there's a lot of um, you know, sober houses and halfway houses and a lot of new recovery and uh a lot of a lot of people to help yeah treatment um, centers popping up treatment down centers there. everywhere a lot of meetings there's i mean not compared to a and quincy but for na and the south shore area like it's it's a lot of meetings a week and uh you know my home group is uh on tuesday nights in falmouth and it's you know Anywhere from seventy-five to a hundred people uh, at awesome. that meeting, which is wow. which is great, great turnout. Um, yeah, and that's you know um, everything. Everything is is well. Like uh, my daughter, like I said, my daughter's coming back um, from school. Uh, her mom's doing is doing really well now. Her oh, mom, that's good news. Yeah, so her yeah, mom. I was has, afraid to ask. Yeah, her mom has a. <laughs> Right, yeah. I didn't think of that. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> a little, a little misleading. Um, yeah, well, they didn't bring it up. I wasn't. I wasn't yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> great, grateful that that didn't happen. Um, yeah. It's funny being on the other side um, and and uh, in fear. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yep. But that sucks. So she has a two bedroom apartment in uh, the Plymouth area. So when my daughter comes back from school, she stays with her mom. And they have a good relationship now, which is awesome. Nice. That's great. That's awesome. Yeah, it's just I'm blessed, dude. And it's all because of recovery. It's yeah. all the only reason is because of recovery. Um, I no doubt in my mind that I wouldn't be here to do this or uh, to do anything. Yeah, oh yeah, I'd be dead get myself. Clean. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't have made it. I definitely wouldn't have made it another decade of using. No. Yeah, that no. definitely wasn't in the cards. Nope. It's brutal out there. All right. Very good. I think we should wrap it. Yep. All right. Thanks, Phil, for yeah, coming thanks on. Thanks a lot, man. Thanks for having excellent. Another excellent Appreciate one. This is a good time. Yeah. The Life on Life's Terms podcast. So uh, that's the name of the Facebook group, and uh, it's free, it's open group, so please join. Uh, you know, support us on iTunes, and we're on Google Play. Somebody asked me about Stricker. I got to get that, get that yeah, going we'll, on. We hopefully we'll get a... Instagram going. We're working on Instagram. the We're working on the YouTube page. We were hoping to go live. Hoping tonight, we were gonna go live to YouTube. Sorry we couldn't close. do it. Yeah. Figure it out. They had a but, more uh, technical problems. Anybody knows anybody who wants to help us with the technical problems, we'd love yeah. that. That'd be yeah. great. 
And the uh, <laughs> website is lolterms.com. Anyone that is interested in being on the show, you can go on the Facebook group and you can message myself or Tom. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we're yeah. always looking for people. Always looking for people. Uh, just hit us up. Just hit us up. All right, All that's right. a wrap. Peace. Peace. I live in this world full of